Hi, and welcome to the Mostly Peaceful Podcast. I am Brian, alongside my good friend, Tony the Vig. Hey, Brian, man. Good to see you. Thanks so much for flying me in from Vegas. I was on my last time, man. Let me tell you. Starting off the show, I believe we're going to talk about Mizzou basketball coming off uh, another tough loss last night. Um, God, they get so close, man. They, get, they, they just have enough talent just to lose by, like, two points. They're not heartbreakers, but I see some effort out of those guys, you know, and, and the coach has – them playing the best they can, I think, but it, it's heartbreaking. I would, it's I tough. would argue with that. Yes, I hear. If you. I had to title this segment, I think I would call it the spiraling decline of a once proud program. Well, if you if you lose by twenty points, uh, you know, I agree with you. It's not embarrassing what they're doing out there. I mean, they have some effort, you know, and and they have some excitement. I mean, they, they took the number one team in the country to the last second shot. You know, and and they're playing SEC teams that are that are good. You know, they're they're tournament teams, and they're losing by one or two points. So, is it spiraling decline? I don't I don't think so. But. And it's not so much last night's game; it's the last five years. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, further than that, maybe last eight years, yeah. going back to the uh, Kim Anderson era, which I hated to see fail so miserably. Local legend. Hindsight, it did. Local legend. Great guy. And and it has not recovered. How's he uh, doing at Pittsburgh, by the way? Is he at Pittsburgh? I have Pittsburgh State. Pittsburgh State. Gotcha. Well, maybe we'll see him in the tournament sometime. I assume he's still employed. We'll <laughs> they're, see. They're Division Two, John. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's my uh, knowledge of Pittsburgh State. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, great guy. So, a little bit about us. I grew up here in Missouri, so I am a Missouri fan. Uh, my roots run deep. Uh, Tony the Vig, on the other hand, from East Coast Bias, baby, East Coast Bias, which which I thought should have been his nickname for the show. I uh, know, but uh, but uh, been here in Missouri for uh, over over twenty years, so uh, I love Missouri and I root for them. But I just vastly disagree with you with the the legend of Missouri basketball. I never said legend. Uh-huh. I said once proud program. Once proud. Well, okay, yeah. And and I've got the data to show it. Oh yeah, okay. And, okay. And we well, I, I got data off the top of my head. No Final Fours, no national championships. True. Maybe true. maybe one Final Eight in in fifty years. Uh, so you know, I, I don't know what we're hoping for from Missouri. I think we can agree that we want a good product on the floor and we something are, that we can root for, something that we enjoy. And one of the things we disagree on when we watch the program or when we watch the teams is are we seeing anything positive on the court? And I I look at it as a former high school basketball coach and as a someone who knows the game, knows plays. I I, I think so. And and can coach kids on on how to run a consistent offense. Exactly. Yeah, and that's structure. Basketball is not my forte. It is your forte. I get it. Um, and, and, I, and, and I don't and see I, it. And I, it's hard for me to argue. You don't see it. I root for quality athletes. Hustle. And, and I, I root for entertainment. And, and if a team is, is putting up good effort, that's all I see. So uh, you do have uh, more knowledge in that, in that area. But, um, but even then, I mean, even, you know, Coach Anderson, when he was here, he had a, gr- he had a good offense. It was consistent. You know, you loved it, but they still did shit. True. So, you know, what are we rooting for here? Yeah, we want we want final fours, but, you know, uh what what are what are you actually rooting for? What am I rooting for? What I what I don't want to see is what we've seen in the last 8 years mm-hmm. of finishes in conference of 14th, 14th, 13th, a fourth place finish, 12th, 10th, 7th and 13th. Right now on pace uh 13th in the league right now. 
Uh, we'll probably stay ahead of Georgia for the 14th place. That's it's embarrassing. It's yeah, embarrassing. And, That's and, not and you Mizzou know, basketball. And when we moved to the SEC, we said this could be great for basketball. And it's been better for football. So I, I can't argue there. It was like, uh, yeah, and our football team has has surpassed the basketball team. Yes. That, that That's what, not what we expected. Can't you agree? I agree totally. Yeah. Here are some stats on Conzo. Overall record as a head coach, 76 and 74. Conference winning percentage, 400. Average conference finish, sixth place. Soon to be 6.5 after this year's 13th place finish, if we finish ahead of Georgia. He's had four tournament appearances. The first one, 2014, he was an 11 seed, which you can look at and say 44th best team in the country. In a play-in game, he beat 11th-seeded Iowa, then went on to play UMass, who was a sixth seed, and they did win. And then they were fortunate enough to play number 14, Mercer, who had just upset number three, Duke, and they beat Mercer, making it to the Sweet 16 before losing to number two seed, Michigan. In 2016, he was a four seed. Lost the opening round game to number 13 seed. In 2018, he was an eight seed with Missouri. Lost to the ninth seeded FSU. And in 2021, last year, he was a nine seed, losing to Oklahoma. In addition, he's had four NIT appearances, one of which he was the one seed and lost to number eight, I believe it was Cal State Bakersfield. You could say his best tournament win was when he beat the sixth-seeded UMass, who finished fifth in the Atlantic 10. Well, that that, that stuff happens in the, happens in the tournament. It I mean, happens. you're going to get lucky and you're going to get unlucky. I mean, it's just a tournament. And you so know, and it, the tournament doesn't produce the best team in America. It just doesn't. It's no, a tournament. But, but I it's think one you, time I, only, and it's for entertainment only. I understand. But you can look at, I think, the prep time and, and teams preparing for another team. I think the good coaches shine in the tournament. Yes, absolutely, but it still doesn't explain a Mercer beating a Duke. I mean, but there, there so are the, massive the stuff. Upsets. Yeah, this stuff happens. You I know, understand. Uh, you know, your Richmond's beating Kansas and so on and so forth. But uh, I think back to Conzo Martin. You know, he, all you want to see is progress, and he showed progress in in the MAC. Was it the MAC? Uh, anyway, Missouri State and so on and so yeah, forth. Missouri and then Valley. He, yeah, Missouri Valley. Thanks. And then he went. Uh, and then he went to California after that. And, and showed some progress. But now, has he, has he produced championships? No, but I think it's very unfair to ask him of, of, uh, of for championships in that environment because Missouri had to go through a transition. I just think the time has come. He's stabilized it. I think we can move on from here. The athletic department has made tremendous changes. We got a new athletic director, a female, and, you know, her jury is still out. Um, I, I am very anxious to see who she if she makes a change from Conzo, because his contract comes up next year, I believe. I think he's got one year left on it, and he's not going to coach through, you know, a, a dead contract. So I think the decision comes this summer, maybe sooner. I don't know, whatever the cycle produces. But um, so we'll see what Missouri does. You know, uh, I, I am hopeful, uh, but we all agree that I think a change is, is, is next. And unfortunately, the new AD that you refer used to be an associate AD at Tennessee when he was on staff. Does that help her know him a little more? Well, it certainly should not. 
okay i mean this is this is a whole new ball game now i mean we got a i think we got a much better tradition than tennessee does in basketball and i just think she should be above that crazy decision to keep somebody just because they worked together 10 years ago does it help hey the guy's a, a very nice guy i've met him multiple times yes. and he's been nothing but gracious agree totally. and, and and but that's not the case i mean it uh, we i think missouri fans uh want something better and uh i think we're ready for it. i mean we're getting all this money from the sec and it's time to play ball and 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 i i think you'll see i've been talking about a change for for years at mizzou and i think it's really starting to rear its ugly head with the rest of the fan base not to say that i was ahead of the ahead of the curve but well missouri has tried i mean we've we've tried to go after the big guns remember the quinn snyder incident <laughs> i mean oh yeah he's a hottest gun coming from duke you know a mike shashevsky disciple and this and that hey we gave it a shot oh what a we both agreed i think oh we're all set now yeah. we're gonna get all these recruits well it didn't it didn't go onto the court he uh, he was too young for the position and made Ultimately some made translate. some mistakes off the field off the court and so on and so forth. So hey, you know that was the past though. We got a new athletic director. It's her job to send us in the right direction. And to go beyond the numbers, which which I like to do, and, and showing my stats, watching the game itself is one of the most frustrating things. Sure. And this is where you tell me, well, Brian, you just want them to run the one two three offense. Yeah. I haven't got around to telling you you can't run a one two three offense because that's six players. You can't do that. <laughs> but but it's it's beyond the offense. It is spreading the floor. It is getting ball movement. It is creating spacing. It is getting guys to move without the ball. None of which we do, and that is frustrating. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. You know, I I think we both want the same thing. We want a, a good product on the field. Uh, on the court, excuse me. We just want to see and watch a good product. What kind of what kind of coach do you want? Do we go mid major? Do well, we want an assistant? Do we want uh, a disciple? What you know? Mizzou is at a Mizzou has the opportunity to do itself to do something that a lot of a lot of programs don't can't do right now, and that is find a coach who is not coaching, who has no NCAA restrictions set on him. And that someone is Sean Miller, okay, former head coach at Arizona. Okay, let yeah. go after the FBI debacle. Yeah, if you want to call it that. I hear you. Uh, and like we've talked about before, he can be taking players out to thousand dollar steak dinners. Right yeah, now. so can a lot of other coaches too, who well, are not working. So you know, but is so, there another coach that's not working uh, and has the background and resume that he does? Right. No, it, this is a little bit above my head. I'm not familiar with the coaches. That's the athletics department's job and that's her job to know these coaches have a plan b i mean every athletic director who's successful always has a plan b i mean that's that's the nature of the game sure but um i don't think uh but i, I just don't see missouri hiring someone like that Can anybody with allegations brian you know they're gonna follow him he's gonna be on a very tight leash and i think he's gonna be hamstrung to uh allegations again and that is the last thing a university wants so I think he's out in, in 30 seconds. Do you Who do we have possible? Just, you know, this guy from Arizona. Well, what's his past? Allegations. Oh, no, next. That, unfortunately, uh, I think that's the case. Do I want him? Yes. He'd be great. Does a new but athletic we director. We can't, can't get dirty. Does a new athletic director change? While I would agree with you in the past that Missouri is, especially Mike Alden, did not want to get its hands dirty. Does a new athletic director 
change that? Does it wipe the slate clean and allow Missouri to say, uh, we can get in with the pigs a little bit. I, I want them all dirty, Brian. I got to be honest with you. I want well, I want a winning team. Well, sure. But you know, really, and is I it the and athletic director or is it the board of curators? It's the athletic director. The athletic director, you know, they're hired to do a job, do a job. And I I, I think the curators don't know a darn thing about who the next coach is going to be, and nor do I think they know what basketball is. But um, does the board of curators let him or her athletic director, her in this case, know? This is what we do, and this is what we don't do. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, but that's just, they don't want to know anything. Okay, um, so question. John Sunvold, former yep. great Missouri standout, absolutely. former NBA player, knows what it takes to win. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that he knows – what it takes to be successful in a Division One basketball program. I Hear don't think I don't think out. we have any any stats on that, Brian. Hear me out. Great player, great guy, uh, legend. But what what has he produced I, in the past? Great I'm basketball talking, teams. I'm not talking about him producing. I'm talking about well, he knows what it takes to be successful. He knows I the programs can't agree get their with hands that, dirty. I, I can't agree you with that. You don't think you don't what, think what, John what, has he has he been in other programs that have produced great teams? I mean, I, what, what are you talking about? You He's a great player. Sure. I mean, but that doesn't, you know. So now, does he know how the NCA works? I think NIL changes a lot of this. I really do. A lot of that dirty money is coming to the surface, and I think it's a great step by the NCAA. And I think it's going to get out of control at some point. But it's a start on bringing some of that dirty money up. Do you think John Sunvold has a better idea of the underbelly of college basketball than you or I? Of course. Okay, agree. He's in the business. So he, exactly. He's in the business. I but think he, I, well, he's not in the athletic department business, but he's been around the game all, his entire career. He knows how recruits come to a university. Exactly. That's absolutely correct. Exactly. It's absolutely okay, so, correct. So we agree now, on that. Not dirty. We agree on that. He's never been part of a dirty program either, that. Brian. I never no, I'm that. just saying, if he was, I'd say yes. Okay. That's excellent. <laughs> but he understands the way the hot dogs are made. I think he understands basketball. I do not think that he knows how to run a dirty program like you're like you're implying. You he does not know how to run a dirty program. He knows you don't think that he, he knows. knows a good basketball coach. He knows how to play good basketball. I agree. Now, how to get those kids to your front door? You don't think he has a better idea than you and I or average Joe fan. What is going on over in Lawrence? What is going on? at Duke, at North Carolina, at Kentucky. You don't think he has a better idea? Yes, he has a better idea. Thank you. So that being said, since we now both agree on that, when he takes a job as a board of curators, the position, appointment, however you want to say it. Appointment. You, he's not doing it to hire better chemistry professors. He's not doing it to hire. Possibly. Oh, come on. Maybe he wants to get his kid in school. Come on. No, no, it just, it just, uh. Don't it just nails down the fact that he cares about Missouri and agree. And, he, and he wants a better program. Agree. You know, so he's putting his step his foot forward and saying, "Hey, let's do something right here." So I am I really hope he has a big thumbprint on the next coach. I really do. Agree. So if he has an idea of how it's produced, how it's done at other schools and he takes a position at the board of curators, it's my contention that Hey, I know what it takes. I'm going to get in here and let people know what it takes. I don't think he knows what it takes, but um, my question to you is, do great players follow a great coach or do they follow the money, the dirty money? You know what I mean? I think it's partly both. 
because you got kids going up to Gonzaga and we can say that Gonzaga is not a dirty program as far as we know. They're Agreed. not they're not known for it. Agreed. Now, if you're talking about Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, you know, Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, thank you. Kentucky. I mean, we know them. There's been allegations time and time and time and time and time and time and time. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I think in Gonzaga's case, they're following a great coach. And that kid, uh, is he following dirty money or is he following uh, a great coach? But I, th- I really think NIL changes a lot of this in that whoever's coming up with some money is enough for these good kids and a good coach. I, I, think, I, think, I think they come to Missouri. I don't like the NIL. I know you do. I think it's a step, yeah. But – Honestly, I want an E60 from ESPN on all of college basketball's money, where it goes, how they get these kids to come to these programs. Let's take Auburn, for instance. When did Auburn become a number one team in the country? And I saw them earlier in the season. They were not very impressive against Missouri and, and escaped. Missed a lot of shots. Yeah, escaped out of here with a one or two point win and so forth. They were not very impressive. But where'd those players come from? Auburn? Bruce Pearl. Yeah, okay. Well, he's had a couple allegations. So exactly. I, th- I think we can agree that's a little bit dirty down there. What's going on? I want to know how that money gets to those kids or their parents or why they go to Auburn and not Duke. We can get into that at some point. Yeah, We've right. talked about it before. Right. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't have the connections. Anything else that. you want to talk about Missouri basketball? Well, I, I, I think the jury's still out, in my opinion. You know, we got to wait till next year. And unfortunately, hopefully we get a new coach. That's going to do it for today's show. We appreciate you listening, and we hope you'll join us next time on the Mostly Peaceful Podcast.